Okay, so good morning. It's great to have you with us. Uh, I've got Andrea and Gustavo uh, with us this morning to join us in this um, week where we continue in our series, which is about listening to God. And it's been fun, actually, the conversations over the last few weeks, being reminded of the different ways in which God speaks to us, to hear stories of, uh, uh, from within our community of, uh, of how God is and has and does speak to us. Um, we know that. Uh, we're learning about it. We're being reminded of it. And our hope for this series is that we're not just going to understand that God does speak to us. It's not just about learning uh, 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 how he speaks to us, but that actually th that God would do something through this, that he raises in us an expectation and also an excitement about the fact that he speaks to us, that we can hear his voice. And actually from that point, uh, life gets um, so much more exciting as we, we listen, we hear and then respond um, to him. So I've said that I've got Gustavo and Andrea uh, with us. Um, and uh, so I'm going to give you guys a chance to introduce yourselves a little bit for people that maybe don't know you as well as I do. Mm -hmm. So I'm Gustavo. Um, I work at Regent College. Um, and I came here in 2015 with this lady. And I was, um, uh, we came because I was pursuing my master's degree at Regent. And now I work at Regent. So more on that story to come. Yes, and I am Andrea, also from Brazil. We moved to Canada in 2015, and now I work with Arosha down in Surrey. Great. Thank you so much for um, agreeing to come in and, and do this and sit and talk to me. Really, thank you for that. Um, I had to call a lot of people, but thank you for saying yes. Um, so, yeah, lots of ways in which the Bible, we, we hear stories about the way God speaks to his people. There are times of national crisis and God speaks through uh, the prophets. There are times of, you know, healing where God gives direction, where uh, God comforts, where he corrects um, his people. I think, there's, I think we, can, you know, we, we understand that God, we, he speaks to us out of his love. Uh, his words to us will be for our encouragement, for our growth. Um, but today we're just going to zone in and focus in on how God speaks to us and calls us um, at times to a particular mission. It might be a time of life direction, uh, of, of change. Um, because the, the text that we had read earlier um, from Acts 8 is this story about Philip uh, and the Ethiopian eunuch. Um, but, but really as we talk, I, I want us just to grasp this idea that as children of God, as that is who we are in Christ Jesus. But to listen to his voice uh, is to open ourselves to the opportunities to partner with God in his uh, kingdom uh, ministry um, and, and, and these wonderful opportunities. And it's in that place of listening to him and in that place of then responding to him that we, we actually get to share in and experience the, the abundant life uh, that Jesus uh, tells us, that shares with us and invites us into. So if we're going to go to the story then of, of Philip uh, and this Ethiopian, and the first thing that struck me as I, as I read through this text is that, you know, there's this movement of, you know, from the wonders and um, the crowds of the city of Samaria, um, Philip then has to go to a desert road. I mean, we read just a few verses before the crowds with one accord paid attention to what was being said by Philip. You know, like he is the center of attention, like he's the man. God is doing great things. People are being healed. Um, unclean spirits are, are crying out, are coming out of people. And then God says to him, um, an angel of the Lord, God, 
functions as, as God's mouthpiece, go south to the road, the desert road, mm. that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. Mm. Right, from this excitement of the city of Samaria, this buzzing ministry, and mm. this is surely the place to be, and great things are happening, to the desert road. And, mm. and Philip will read, he goes, like he, he says, yes. Um, you guys are from Brazil, I'm from England, I had a spell of time in, in Brazil, and now I'm in Canada, and you're in Canada. Mm. Hey, how did that happen? Like, like so what's, did you just wake up and think, well, let's move to Canada? Like, God, God has spoken to you. You want to talk about my part or your part? I want to hear about your part. <laughs> I want to hear about your part. Yeah, I think we, we came from the, the buzz and the crowds of Sao Paulo, which is also a big city. And we were invited um, to, to come to you know, this small city here um, in Canada. But the reason why we came was, um, I, think, I think we felt that God was inviting us to follow him, mm-hmm. right? So we were not really expecting to come to Canada, actually. I think mm-hmm. the whole story was we were both looking for ways in which we could follow Jesus more um, intentionally. Mm-hmm. That was the point. Like, there's like, there are many points of the story, more dramatic and less dramatic ones. But I think it started with, I was reading the Bible, Matthew 10, 39, you know, whoever, you know, finds uh, their life will lose it, and whoever mm-hmm. loses it, their life for my sake will find it. And at that point, I realized that I was looking for my own life. Mm-hmm. My career, my studies, everything was kind of following my own direction. And then I said to myself, and actually the Spirit told me, you know, if you say you're following me, you have to really to follow me. Not to decide and go, and then, and then I started crying, and it was like, you know, always dangerous to read the Bible, right? So, and then I talked to her about it, and I said, you know, something's happening, you know, Jesus is inviting us to do something, uh, or to go somewhere, I don't know. And then we started, you know, talking about it, and we, we, we had like this conversations about uh, changes that could happen. Um, and then we, as we were trying to discern, we, we made a list of friends, you know, six friends that we talked to, just to say, hey, am I too crazy here? What's happening? Help you? Can you help me, like, to discern? And then they, you know, in every conversation we had, it was clear that we were looking for something that would be here in mm-hmm. Canada, yeah, more specifically in Vancouver. Because of Regent College. Because yeah. of Regent College, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But the most interesting thing is that when I had this kind of meltdown, you know, like in front of my Bible and everything, and I talked to her, she said, you know, like, let me show you something. And then she brought a prayer that she wrote like a month before that God was speaking to her mm. about something that would change. Yeah. I was in a retreat uh, with my mentors and other people, and then God clearly talked to me to, to one of the mentors uh, saying about Jesus and the Galilee and his ministry there and I felt that uh, something was going to change but I, I didn't know what and I, I, I remember I even uh, write it down okay Jesus you were calling me to something different I was working with Farosh at that time mm-hmm. but I felt that something was coming that something new was coming 
And then I write it down, okay, but you need to tell Gustavo about that because if you don't tell him, he wants to do his MBA in France. I don't know if this is what you're talking about this right now. And I was sure that was not about France and MBA, but I, I asked him, okay, you need to talk to him because I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll do something different here in Sao Paulo. I didn't know at that time. So when I had that kind of, you know, revelation, I would say, um, when I talked to her about it, it was just, okay, things clicked. Yeah. God, is, God is inviting us to something here. But I, would, I just wanted to say that this was very kind of traumatic. Right. It wasn't always like that. That was like one, one moment. Okay. Yeah. It's got to be something big. I mean, at times I think if you're going to move from one continent to another, yeah. you're going to yeah, be able to yeah, hear yeah, it clearly, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's great. Interesting how God had yeah. to speak to both of you. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, about this. Like, it's no good. Gustavo said, "I think the Lord is saying, oh, good for you.' He hasn't told me yet." Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and even with our friends, we asked them, we uh, we consulted them. I think this is something also important when you think that God is speaking to you. Just, just trying to to hear from your friends who know you. Okay, yeah, this is something. It seems yeah. really God talking to you to do something different. Yeah, in community. Yeah, yeah. Because we discern in community, right? We yeah. This, yeah. And all your friends said, yeah, you should go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <He did>. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, like, so, so here we go. So we get back into this story. So Philip, like, you guys know what it is. Like, it's almost this sense of downward mobility. Like, you're leaving all this, and then you're coming. Uh, you know, you're going to come be students uh, mm -hmm. and start yep. from scratch, right, in yep. a new country. Um, but then it's not just it's not just about where. I mean, this, when, when God calls us and when He guides us, we may be surprised by where and what. I didn't mm -hmm. see that coming. But also in this story, it's like to who? Um, we read that you know Philip started out heading down this desert road, and on his way, he met an Ethiopian eunuch. So, mm. it's like, really? And the, I mean, this guy was an unlikely recipient of God's grace and favor. Mm. I think in Philip's eyes, we we would understand. He was you know he was an important guy. Uh, read that he was uh, an official in charge of all the treasury and um, and he'd gone to Jerusalem um, to worship God but we know that because he was a eunuch you know the law in, in Deuteronomy 23 you know we said this guy he cannot come into the temple you know so he would have been excluded he would not have been fully welcomed in couldn't be a, a part uh, of that community so he's he's gone he's, he's tried he's observed really as an outsider still um, and, and then I think we get this glimpse of the Father's heart um, for the lost, for the least. Uh, and the, the lengths that God would go to, um, to reach out to, to those that he's calling to himself, like mm -hmm. to, to his children. And, you know, we, we talk, Jesus says, you know, my, my sheep know my name. They, they, they know my voice and they, reckon, and they follow me. And, 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 and the good shepherd who leaves the 99 to go out for the one. And here is God sending Philip from the crowds to this one uh, man. But the beauty of this story, I, I, or I strikes you, is like it's all God's initiative, right? Mm -hmm. How God has set this up so um, perfectly. And, you know, we, we say yes, we go, but it's not about, oh, oh I'm going to go and do this, I'm going to take the. Mm -hmm. It's like, God, it's where we get to join in with what God is already doing. Right, that he's already at work, and you know, in, in this story, as we read through, that, that Philip goes up, you know, and God only gives him like little bits at a time, doesn't he? Like, so, mm -hmm. can you go down to the road? Mm -hmm. And then he sees the guy, and then 
like go up to where he is like go, and, and then he goes up enough that he can hear him and he, and he sees this guy so the place he's reading from like the gift of a scripture that he gets to be able to speak into and then the guy asks him all these brilliant questions like okay you know you, you asked me and you know it's that dream moment that you get to to witness and and then you know this this guy says so what's stopping me from, from being baptized, and, and actually that question is, you know, here's, here's a bit of water, but it's not just, not just that water, but if, if the gospel is true, if, that, if what you're telling me is true, then all the barriers, that exclusion has been removed. Like, there is nothing stopping me now from, from, coming, from coming to God. So, um, unexpected moments, right, of, of saying yes to God, trusting Him, and then finding that He does these great things, you know, but it really is all of his work. And we get to just kind of join in. I mean, have, have you ever, have you experienced that in any way where you've said yes and then you, it's like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. I think there's, there's one story. Um, when we decided to come, I had to quit my job, right? So I, I said to my manager, you know, like, hey, I'm, I'm quitting, and then, oh, yeah. And then like, I kind of remember, like, he was very nervous because like, he was thinking that I was going to the, the, the other firm, right? And I don't know, I'm going to Canada to study theology. Study what? Theology. What is that? And I kind of talked to him and just, okay. Um, well, you always surprise me. You know that? I just, yeah, I guess. And then, okay, yeah, thank you. Uh, we'll talk to the partner and then we're going to, you know, uh, set everything up for you to, to leave well. And then a, f a few days later, I got a call from, from the partner, actually, of the firm inviting me to his office and then he says to me so I know that I, I heard that you received a call from someone so high up there that I cannot even make like a counter offer to you is that true and I was just like well if you put that way I think that makes sense yes that's true and so what, what are you going to talk about uh, what, what are you going to do uh, there what's 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 the deal and then I I started like a conversation with him, maybe two hours, wow. you know, explaining to him what marketplace theology was and how important like faith uh, to the workplace was. Or um, I, I kind of explained everything I knew at that point. And I think that I would never have that opportunity to share with him about my faith so openly in his office, right. you know, if it wasn't because of that. Yeah. So I wasn't expecting it, and I did not baptize him there, <laughs> but, you know, like I should probably call In the sink. Yeah, yeah. Just go, can you go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was a neat story, yeah. And it, this conversation even gave us the money to come because because of this he decided to Leave Gustav, uh, let Gustav go, and then he offered a package for him yeah. to leave, and then this money was the money that we used here for our first six months, maybe. Yeah. Yep, yep. Wow. Even for the tuition, the first year of the tuition. Yeah. yeah. So well, it was like an <coughs> unexpected. Yes. Yeah. He didn't well. need to do that, but he yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. So your friends all said you should go, and your boss is paying for you to go. <laughs> Yes, I was like that. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry. Don't, don't do this in for a story, Paul. Sorry, no, sorry. It's just yeah. ruined a good story. Yeah, I'll tell why we're here. Nobody wants us back there. 
My mom wants me back. I can tell my yeah. mom wants me back. So there is, there's cost, right? And, and, um, but we, we never imagine, right? We never imagine actually what God is going to do with that simple yes, right? When yeah. we say, yeah. can we, or will you? And, and, you know, I think maybe we have an idea in our mind, but, you know, I've always found, and I, and I think as we read through stories, it's always so much more. And this, mm. I mean, even this story, as we come to, you know, Philip here, what's the first thing he says yes to? Can you go mm-hmm. down? I want you to hang out on the desert road. And that's, he doesn't tell him anything other than that. So he goes down. And there, there's this radical encounter with a Gentile and a eunuch who, is, who's, who, who receives the gospel, who receives Christ, is baptized. Um, you know, it's, Philip demonstrates this radical trust and obedience. And actually what he's doing is, is radical. Um, but more radical is, is what the Spirit of God is doing, right? That, that this, Philip's openness, and this goes back to what I said right at the very beginning, like to be open to hearing God's voice actually is to, is to partner with him in the amazing ministry, you know, kingdom ministry, um, and experience the much more of life that, that Jesus invites us into. Because Philip, in this simple yes to, that started with, a, would you go there, actually paved the way for mission to the Gentiles, right? This, is, this was, you know, the progress, significant progress towards the fulfilling of Christ's commission to say, go to the ends of the, I mean, Ethiopia would have been considered the ends of the earth, right? And, and, and so this is what he's done. And, and, and in that, there's that, um, you know, I'm reminded where, where Jesus tells the story about, you know, uh, the, the, the guys, the stewards with the bags of money and they're gonna invest it and, you know, what, what are they gonna do with it? And, and then the guy who invests it, well, Jesus says, well done, good and faithful servant, you have been faithful mm. with a few things and I'm gonna put you in charge of, of many things. Come and, and enjoy your master's, or share in your master's happiness. And so, times where maybe God says something to us, it's, a, it's an act of simple trust and obedience. Mm. You know, it started out with that sense of, would you go? Like, uh, you know, would you lay down your job? Mm. Would you lay down your job and your career and this mm. thing that you love? Mm. And, and would you go there? And, and when we do, uh, God does stuff that is far mm. beyond our imaginations. I mean, what you had anticipated mm. and what you're living today, I mean, are there, what's, how is that? Because I think in that yes, and then bringing us into that abundance of life, mm. I mean, how do you think saying yes to God has actually shaped and formed you and particularly your relationship with him? How have you grown through? Yeah, I think um, one, of, one of the things that really um, struck us in this story particularly and thinking about our own journey, journey is like Philip had the freedom to say yes because he wasn't too attached to himself, right? So I think that, that was we, what we learned when we came here, I think. Uh, we learned day by day, week by week, month by month, and we are still learning how to be free to serve Jesus, mm-hmm. you know? The questions are always there, and like uncertainties, you know, everything that kind of surrounds you kind of asks the question, like, is God going to fulfill his promise? Mm. Is God, you know, but until now, yes. You know, everything that we, we, we have experienced here, in my, in my perception at least, has uh, brought us to a place of more freedom, 
to to follow him. So, mm -hmm. yeah. does that make sense to you? Yes, I also I, I agree with what you were saying, and I'm one thing that I I think God has teaching me during this time here in Canada is that I left my job that was a very good job. I loved Russia, Brazil, and I loved to work with them. But I was in a very stressed moment, like mm. uh, carrying the organization on my back mm. because of the, all the financial burden and the difficulties that we had at the moment. Mm. And it was very hard. Mm. And when we moved here and learning a new language and being like a kid, like a, mm -hmm. a, a, ch a child again, was to trust God in, in, the, in an ordinary way, like everyday life. And mm -hmm. even one thing that, I, this is one of the, the teachings that God has teaching me through my studies at, at Regent, that is I am a creature of God. Mm -hmm. That I'm, I am a daughter, but I am also a creature of God. That means I don't have control of my life or the other things that are around me. And in a way, this can, this has been, like liberation to me because I don't have to, I, I don't need to carry this burden uh, all the time. Like I, I need to do this or I need to do that. I just need to be aware of God, God in creation, God in my neighbors, God in the community garden that we're starting right now in, in our neighborhood. Everything, this is small pieces that are part of our life is how God is teaching me how to care for other people and to myself, but in a more, I, I would say maybe in a more humble way, <laughs> because I, 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 I can see that I'm a creature and I need to be reminded every day that I'm a creature and I don't have control. And even the pandemic is like more crucial right now for me because we don't have, we have even less control right now, right? For, from your, of your lives and, plans or trips. We would love to go to Brazil. We're planning to go to Brazil last year. We couldn't. And this year, probably we cannot go again. And this trusting that God is taking care of everything and our, our families and friends and yeah, and be aware that we're creatures. I think this is something that God is talking to me every day mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think probably for a lot of people, I mean, you say right now, especially COVID yeah. and everything locking down. I mean, I, Actually, the, the, nothing's changed except everything has changed. We're just aware of it, right? Yep. And so, like, yeah, we really, we're really not masters of this at all. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I think, I think something in going in that following and saying mm -hmm. yes puts us in a place of surrender, mm -hmm. um, and and we, we really get you really get to live that out. But mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be a continent scale no. moving from one side. It's it's a daily it's yeah. a daily choice, right? Yeah. That, that, yeah. But I love what you said about the, the freedom. Actually, it's liberating to know mm -hmm. that, I'm, you know, the Lord has me and yeah. uh, he guides me yeah. and, uh, and he makes my steps sure. So um, this, I mean, so how do we, where do we, this, this invitation into this uh, more of, and, and you guys have experienced, you know, God's faithfulness and his provision saying yes to him mm. and you've come here you've trusted him you, you've experienced the closeness of his of his care and in, in so many different ways um i, I heard a i, I heard a, a story recently actually this week um heidi qua is um young woman she's only 26 now 
But at 18, she founded uh, an organization called Refuge for Refugees. She was at 16, I think she was teaching uh, English in a refugee camp, shocked by the conditions for the refugees and thought, I, you know, I felt God prompting her to do something about it. 18, she set this thing up. Now at 26, they've started 35 schools in, you know, for refugees in these camps where they have no rights, no access to education, healthcare, any kind of provision. It's just, and they're there for 10, 15, sometimes 20 or more years. Um, remarkable, remarkable story about a young woman and, and you see and you hear her passion and her heart and, and, and also something of the experience and the realness of like the raw work of God, like trusting him, seeing him answer the prayers, that's exciting. Mm -hmm. and, and she was asked after this, so young people wanting to make a difference, wanting to say yes to God, to discover, you know, find purpose and meaning, you're like, where do we begin? And, and I thought her answer was really telling because she said, well, um, she didn't start with what they should do. She said, um, I, I would tell them, first of all, be secure in your identity in Christ. Be secure in who you are uh, in him. And I think that's foundational, isn't it? Like mm -hmm. it is, if, for us, if we want to be used by God or in any area of our lives, like just understanding who we are in mm -hmm. him. And, you know, going back to what I said at the very beginning is children of God. And that is what we are. That's who we are. You know, we get a chance to, to partner with him in this, in this life, in his ministry, in the wonderful kingdom ministry, to create with him um, and experience life in, in all abundance. And I think back to Jesus, Jesus, the start of his ministry. You know, it started, he was baptized by John. I've been anywhere, he was baptized by John. And as he came out of the water, uh, the heaven was being torn open and the spirit descending on him. He saw spirit descending on him like a dove and a voice came from heaven. You are my son whom I love uh, with you. I am well pleased that the love and the affirmation of the father, which is everything that starts, it's, it's where we begin. Mm -hmm. So I think when this idea of saying yes to God, to listen to God, to be obedient to him, to surrender him, it, it comes... We don't go to earn anything. We're not going to prove anything. We're not going to, 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 to make us right with him. It's a response mm -hmm. to what he's done. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we've said in, in, our, in other weeks, you know, it, it's, they're big. Sometimes God will ask us a big thing. Mm -hmm. And I'd love us to be open to the possibility that maybe he will, mm -hmm. and maybe he is. And our ability to say yes to that or anything, or yes to him mm -hmm. even, comes from a point of understanding that we are dearly loved uh, as, as children of God and no greater demonstration of his love is shown than, than that of Jesus on the cross uh, giving up his life for us. So I think it's where it begins. I think it's probably where we'll end this, this conversation now. Um, and uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pray now for us um, and for, for everybody that's kind of part of this conversation that that that, that truth would uh, would land in our hearts. So should we do that now? So Father, uh, thank you for, for this time. Thank you for Gustavo and Andrea and your work in their lives. Uh, for their obedience to say yes to you, uh, Lord, and all that you have shown them, uh, your faithfulness to them at every step along the way. Uh, for the even greater things, Lord, that you're leading them into. Uh, we praise you for and we bless them uh, in your name. And Father, I pray uh, for your church, for all of us, for all of those who are listening, 
and who are waiting at home, Lord, would your spirit fall afresh on us? Lord, may we seek you not for that thing, not for an answer to a question, but may we seek you to find you and to know that we are loved. And Lord, may your spirit descend on us wherever we are today. Fill us anew. Mark us as your own. Draw us closer to you, I pray, that we might live to your praise and to your glory. Amen. Thank you, guys.